This is Kyle Brooks, and welcome to The Deep End. Grateful Grieving On Giving Thanks with a Heavy Heart We have endured four genuinely terrible Thanksgivings. No, I'm not talking about the kind where you spend the whole meal arguing about politics. Worse than that. In 2009, my father-in-law was diagnosed with colon cancer right before Thanksgiving. In 2010, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer right before Thanksgiving. In 2017, our apartment, already torn apart for mold abatement, flooded at 11 p.m. on Thanksgiving night and left us without our own home for six months. In 2021, my wife had to order Thanksgiving food from a restaurant because in my chemo-induced nausea, I couldn't stand the smell of home cooking. Thanksgiving under these kinds of circumstances can feel trite and Pollyanna-ish. When I'm homeless have cancer, or am worried for a family member, I can't think of raindrops on roses or whiskers on kittens and somehow not feel so bad. As much as I want to follow Julie Andrews' advice, a few of my favorite things won't suffice to suppress the sadness Thanksgiving can unveil. If you have an empty seat at the table or are bearing the weight of some terrible news this year, perhaps you know how I feel. Nevertheless, it was during one of the most exquisitely painful periods of my life that I actually discovered the power of grief for producing gratitude. Not a thin gratitude that papers a joyless smile over deep wounds, but a soul-deep kind of thanksgiving that buoys me during life's most turbulent seasons. I discovered that grief and gratitude We're not enemies, but companions. Good grief. No one ever told me that grief felt so like fear, C.S. Lewis wrote in A Grief Observed. Well, no one ever told me that fear felt so like grief. When the doctors first diagnosed me with lymphoma, which I wrote about in my first blog post, I was terrified. I had no idea what type of lymphoma I had, what stage it was, what toll treatment would likely take, or what chances I had of survival. My wife was six months pregnant with our first son, and I was suddenly facing the very real prospect of my own death. People who have near-death experiences often report heightened senses immediately after their harrowing encounter with mortality. The sky looks a brilliant blue. The fragrance of flowers is spectacularly sweet. The smile of a loved one is enough to bring the release of nearly unbearable tears of joy. That's how I felt. Paradoxically, the more I embraced my fear and let it teach me, the more I learned what I really loved. I discovered that fear is really only anticipatory grief, and grief is the deep sadness of losing something you love. My terror and the grief it projected into my bleakest possible future revealed to me the things and the people I loved most 
More than that, it showed me the depth of my love for them. A pit worth mining. Grief is like a diamond mine. Digging into its depths can be brutal, but it can also produce priceless treasure. As I opened the door to fear and sadness in my own life, I found gratitude flooding me like never before, and I began to give thanks in big ways for small things. The brilliant coral of a hibiscus in my neighborhood, the kindness of a friend driving me to treatment, the goodnight kiss before bed. All things I would dearly miss if I never experienced them again. So in that moment, each of them was a gift of inestimable value. Something that couldn't be replaced. Something that filled my heart with longing and satisfaction at the same time, like a home-cooked Thanksgiving table. So if you're grieving this Thanksgiving, if you're afraid, I'm not going to encourage you to write out your gratitude list. Cool, if that works for you. But maybe what you need is what I needed. To write out a grief list. And maybe slowly, over time, the pressure of grief will produce a diamond of gratitude that can endure the trials of your life. Thank you for listening to The Deep End with me, Kyle Brooks, the podcast where I basically just read my blog if you like to take it in via audio instead of reading with your eyeballs. This is the place to come. You can follow or subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to actually subscribe to the blog or the podcast to get it into your inbox, you can go to my Substack, kylebrooks.substack.com, kylebrooks.substack.com. And you can find any of the links or references I made here or that I linked in my blog in the show notes. Hope to see you next time, and thank you.